Welcome back to Market on Close. Let's talk some more about the rip-roaring rally here this afternoon and what's behind it. Dan Demi, Managing Director at KKM Financial, a steady voice in our coverage here to help we'll us see. figure it out. Okay, Dan, what to you is the best explanation for why we're doing bottle rocket rally here? Data dependent. That's my explanation. <laughs> uh, seriously, I think that, that when he mentioned, so I, when he was going through his speech, I mean, the trend was already in place, OJ, as we were wa watching ahead of the, uh, uh, the announcement. But I think the highlight to me was when he indicated that they will be data dependent on their moves moving forward. When he enunciated that, I think a lot of, there was a lot of whispers about the possibility if he was to say something along those lines. That would could be a potential catalyst for a significant upside to the market, and I do believe that that when he uttered those words, data dependent, that um, that was the shift that really propelled us higher today. It does seem like it's along those lines um, about you know what that might mean for slowing things down. But is the market are people projecting a bias from the past? I'm wondering if the data dependency is a different kind though now, where the baseline before his sort of cruise control was to do nothing. Now the cruise control, it sounds like to me, is like 50 basis points. And then the data yeah. dependency can cut either way. Yeah, you know, it, it, certainly when you look at the way it's being priced, the market still anticipates a 50 basis point hike next uh, meeting. But, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, is that um, they, they were front loading this thing, Oliver, and, and certainly the last couple of hikes were pretty highly um, uh, telegraphed, to say exactly. the least. So I think moving forward, yes, the, he still anticipates that they're going to see a steady increase in r rates moving forward. However, this is the first time over the last couple of meetings where they basically have indicated it's data dependent driven that, you know, depending on the data, if we do get a weak number tomorrow, if we get weak numbers in the next couple of weeks, you know, the market seems to be pricing in that high probability that's going to unfold in the coming months. And I think that's why you're seeing this big adjustment in the yield curve and just the pricing structure within the treasury markets. What's really fascinating to me, Oliver, today is the fact that you continue to see downward pressure in the two years, the you know, the tens, the thirties are actually a little higher today, but downward pressure, we're well off those peak levels in the middle of June, even though interest rates from the Fed perspective are still going higher. The market is repricing the entire structure moving forward. And even today, we continue to see yields moving lower, even though the Fed funds rate went up 75 basis points. Okay. All right. Uh, so, Dan, how do, you, um, how do you approach this? Do you want to wait to see if we get the, um, the reversal, or do you want to chase on the day of? I mean, how do you approach this in trying to assess what is a uh, momentary response and what could potentially be sustainable as far as the market action goes? Right. Well, I think when you look at just the general trends right now, I guess yet to be determined. But the one thing I do look at, and, and you and I have been talking about this for the last couple of months, and I've been pretty consistent, I believe, in the sense that I felt that we were going to hit this level somewhere in mid to late summer. We're going into midterm elections. Generally, cycles, uh, historical cycles tend to benefit the market as we moved in and out of that midterm election. And we also are seeing the shifting dynamics within the interest rate environment, anticipating the probability that we're going to see a peak in rates here in the coming couple of months and then 
that will be it. So I think that when you look at it from a technical standpoint over it, now you're seeing the dollar coming under pressure. Now, if the dollar is to break 106, and we saw that trend continue to back down to 104, 103, that's going to be a catalyst for the market to move higher, number one. Number two, also the trends in place from a technical standpoint, certainly looking at the S&P now, it's a series of lower, higher lows and higher highs continuing today. NASDAQ is right there about, it's about to breach its level from uh, last week. So yep. if we continue to see upside momentum there, Oliver, that I do think that we're going to continue to see higher price action in the markets here in the short term. Okay. You're looking at the same levels we are. I like that, Dan, on the same page. Uh, what about for bonds? I want to get your thought on that because it's a notoriously confusing part of this market. Uh, and uh, we're a little changed right now. So, uh, you know, strangely enough, amid all this, bonds are the quietest uh, asset on the whole day, but uh, they're not, you know, far away from a crucial level two. 2.7 is like a multi-month low. Exactly. And we were just there, what, just a day and a half ago. Uh, and, you know, we're still holding in that 2.7 range, the top end closing back in on 2.8 right now when we were in the middle of that range before the announcement. So you're seeing adjustment there. But as you pointed out, yeah, the volatility in that space was really already built in. I mean, we, we witnessed that heading into this announcement. And the, the announcement was, in fact, what the market had anticipated. So I think that's why we're not seeing too big a move outside of uh, that expectation and the way that the market was pricing in the high probability of 75 basis points. And then just the fact that the Fed will kind of maybe uh, cool things off here in the second half of the year. Um, so, the, I mean, if we continue to see some of the dynamics unfold, and if we do see a couple of these prints in inflationary data continue to you know, start to show signs of peaking and coming off pretty quickly, uh, that, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think that you could see yields continue to be uh, uh, challenged here in the second half of the year, where we could see them be, continue to be pushed lower because it does feel that the market's trying to gauge where that fulcrum is going to be. And, you know, certainly when you look at the shorter end of the curve, still holding up, but now the two years giving up some significant ground and back end continues to be bought up because of the fact that there's so much uncertainty on the short end. Okay. Great stuff, uh, Dan. Demi, nice, uh, really nice today. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Oliver. Dan's the managing director at KKM Financial.